From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host with my beautiful wife, Elisa, from coast to coast and around the world. Thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we're talking about introducing and using sex toys in your marriage for both of your enjoyment. And we're going to have some fun today. And you're just starting off even with this quote from Michael Jordan, um, the basketball star, who said, just play, have fun and enjoy the game. And that's, that's where we're coming from with today's show. We're going we're gonna to talk about having fun in your bedroom, having fun in your marriage, having fun with sex toys. Mm-hmm. Um, and how they can be used effectively in a marriage. But before we get started, we've got some hugs to share. And uh, this one actually came in beginning of November. And it's from the author's Finding the Light. And uh, this person... Five-star review. Five-star review. It was a five-star review. And just so you guys know, anytime you want to go to iTunes and share how One Extraordinary Marriage has impacted your marriage or what you think about the show. We love reading those. Um, we love knowing that your five-star reviews are helping to spread this message because we hear from so many people that say, yeah, I was you know, in iTunes and I came across your show and it had all these great reviews and I read, read the ratings and you know, just all of this great information. So thank you to all of you who take the time to do that. So again, this one says, I have been listening since 2010. One of our longtime listeners. Yay. I recommend to all those who are married, this couple cares. And then in big capital letters, it says, warning, listening to these podcasts may help induce positive behaviors, which may lead to a better marriage. So just so you know, you've gotten the warning from a fellow listener that this could have a positive impact on your marriage. So be forewarned. We're going to have some fun today. And, you know, we get hundreds of emails every week. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys sharing what's going on in your marriages, show ideas, and also asking us questions. Right. And so we've gotten a couple emails that I'm just going to share parts of them with you. The first one said, I thought dildos weren't supposed to be used in a Christian marriage. Just flat out, like, what's your take on this? Let's get your perspective. And the second one said, are sex toys okay for Christians? You know, women say they need to feel that intimate connection before they can have sex. Yet a woman can use a vibrator just like that. Can you help me to understand this? My sex drive is still revved up, but my wife, whom I love with all my heart, isn't on the same level. But she'll use her vibrator, no problem. It leaves me feeling inadequate and unwanted. So we're going we're gonna to tackle this whole sex toy thing. And we are a Christian couple. So you're going to hear this answered within the framework of Christian marriage. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to get right into it. And, you know, the first question that people ask us all the time is like, what is the deal with sex toys? Like, are they okay? Are they not okay? You know, where's the line? And, you know, for us, and we've, for those of you that are new listeners, you've never heard us say this. 
but we've been saying since the very beginning that what happens between the two of you in your bedroom is between the two of you. You can use sex toys and still call yourself Christians. You can use them and have, they're an enhancement. It's almost like wearing lingerie. You know, do you wear lingerie to enhance your sex life? Yeah, some of you do. Some of you should be. Some of you should just be naked. You know, the the problem comes when you use them to replace one another. Right. And I think as we heard in that second message, that is a replacement. You know, he, the husband, is looking for that emotional, that physical connection. They're unable to have it, yet... His wife is able to use a vibrator, most likely have an orgasm, mm. and it's replacing him. So there's a feeling of, gosh, I'm not adequate enough. And so our big stipulation has always been, hey, you know what? It is an enhancement to what we already do. It does not replace what we do. It can add enjoyment. It, and Elisa even brought it up. It could be as easy as, and as simple as lingerie. I mean, it could be feathers. It could be any little thing that adds stimulation during that physical, sexual, intimate time. Mm-hmm. You know, sex toys for some of you may be just pulling out board games, sexual board games that allow you to enhance that time together. You know, there's some really cool dice out there. I mean, they're called foreplay dice, and usually they're just a normal six-sided dice, and on one is an action, on the other is a body part. So it could say, kiss breasts, or suck ear, whatever it may be, but that is considered and could be a sexual toy for you. Mm-hmm. For some of you, that that may be a really cool starting point, because everything else is just way out there. Right. It's way out there. And we get that and totally understand that. So you need to feel comfortable where you are today. Mm -hmm. And so maybe a lingerie, a silk top. Hey, for you guys, maybe a nice silk robe. You know, something that does enhance that time together, as Elisa laughs at me. I'm laughing. Okay, guys, just as a side note here. So we're preparing for Christmas and we're starting to look on Amazon and, you know, just kind of looking to see what's going on there. And I did find a silk robe. And so we, we've been joking about it because we also looked um, many, many episodes back. I, I can't remember which episode it was. We also talked about bearskin rugs. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, on Amazon, you can find anything. And so the other day we're looking, putting wish lists together and things like that. And so I found the silk rope. And of course, Tony goes and looks for the bearskin rug. And they got the faux bearskin rug. They have the faux bearskin rug. And, and just as a side note, guys, you know, we talk about all of these different things on Amazon. And we have a link through our website that you can shop through Amazon and actually support One Extraordinary Marriage. Um, by doing your regular shopping right there. So as you're getting ready for the holidays or you hear us talk about some fun things specifically on this show or on the post that Tony one did, uh, 21 unique Christmas ideas, you know, click through that. You yeah. Use what you're already doing and help support one uh, because there are some really unique things out there. Yeah, and you can get that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon. 
And I'll just take you to the homepage of Amazon. But yeah, whatever whatever may work for you. And we we mention Amazon because it's a it's a place where we are able to be in a safe environment mm-hmm. together and look at things and talk about things. It allows us to emotionally connect outside of the bedroom instead of being in the bedroom and then it's like, oh, we're going to do this. Right. You know, hey, we got a 10 and a 7-year-old. So we're not doing this in the open when the kids are around, obviously. We do find our time away. It may be you have 30 minutes and you have the tablet and you just are able to look through that together. It allows for that conversation to be started Mm -hmm. and talked about. Okay, so this the sexual toys for some of you is a launching point to talk about where you are sexually. Right. Both of you, where where are you? Are, are you feeling are, are you feeling like your past and what you were told can't be done? That you were always told that sex isn't good. Mm-hmm. It's not right. Good girls don't use that. You know, men of integrity would never ask their wives to use such a thing. So look at this as a way to talk and express yourselves. Like we talked about last week, emotional Mm -hmm. intimacy, you know, bringing that in. I believe personally that the best sex happens when we are emotionally on the same path and on the same playing field. When you're able to talk about that, when you're able to bring sex toys in and it's not just from the viewpoint of me, the husband going, Hey honey, I want to use this dildo. And she has no clue. Like this is out of left field and like you're sitting there, you know, naked and ready to go. I will tell you that will be a fail every single time. It it just either way. The the woman suggesting something or the man suggesting something. If you do it right at the moment of orgasm, or in preparation for that, you're going to throw your spouse completely out of the game. Yeah, mentally, they're just not going to be there. So using Amazon to look at things such as dildos, vibrators, penis rings, if you want to get into handcuffs, we've used them in our own marriage. Again, these are things, though, that we have talked about together Mm -hmm. prior to using them. And so some of that is just going, okay, do you feel safe doing this? Do you trust me? Using handcuffs, me being handcuffed, or Lisa being handcuffed is a trust issue. Something that we need to be able to go, you're not going to harm me. You're not going to hurt me. We are, this is all in a fun manner Mm -hmm. that allows us to enjoy each other. It may heighten that sexual arousal. Because I'm unable, for me, honestly, I will say, having used handcuffs in the past, one of the things I did enjoy about them, because I enjoy touching Lisa when we're making love. I do enjoy it. But being bound and not being able to touch her was sexually frustrating. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanted to reach out to her. I wanted to pleasure her and she was able to take control and go, no, you're not. 
You're not going to be able to. I am going to take control of you right here, right now. And to me, that was very gratifying. Mm-hmm. And it's, sorry, I'm like reliving the moment. Uh, you know, the thing with that is that it's going to be different for each one of you listening. Mm-hmm. You know, some of you have had very, very conservative upbringings where, you know, a short, sexy lingerie piece may be pushing the limits for you. Some of you have done all kinds of experimenting and you're like, bring it on, you know? And so you have to work within the framework of your marriage because some of you, those two different people are married to one another. And so you find yourself frustrated because you're like, I want to try this, but she doesn't want to, or he doesn't want to, or, you know, whatever. And, you know, exploring your sexuality as a married couple is a process. Exploring what you're willing to do, what you're willing to try that takes time and it takes having those conversations outside of the bedroom to talk about your sex life. What, you know, it's like Tony said, you don't do it at the moment that you're getting naked. You do it hours, days, maybe weeks before Mm -hmm. to say, would you be willing to try this? Is this something that you would ever consider? If you get the flat out, no, never in a million years, don't bring it up the next time you have sex. It's not going to go well for you. But in the future, you know, six months, a year from now, you can bring it up again because we're constantly changing and evolving in our relationship and in our likes and dislikes. I will tell you that stuff that we did 17 years ago when we first got married, we're not doing now Uh and vice versa. It's because our sexual appetites for one another have changed and our comfort level, you know, the whole intimacy lifestyle, when you're having sex a lot, you get a lot of opportunities to practice and experiment and to try new things. And actually, I have to share this with you guys. As we were getting ready to record this show, and Tony and I are looking over the show notes and just kind of getting in the space of what we're talking about. And Tony brings up the fact that we haven't used sex toys. In a while. In a while. And he asked me, he says, well, why do you think that is? And I said... I think it's because we're having sex so frequently. And like, I just know for me personally, I just know it's going to be good. Like we are so in tune to each other's bodies that I'm like, I'm not waiting around to pull something else out or, you know, do this or that. I'm like, let's go. I also attribute it to a massage that I had two weeks ago that I don't know what she aligned when she gave me a massage, but I'm just like, wah, which is really good for Tony. Um, And yet... (laughs) We brought this up and I'm going, you know, even though we've been there, I would like to introduce some stuff again. Mm-hmm. And and for the reason being that it allows us to draw out our lovemaking. Mm, okay. And so for me, I think we have great sex. Honestly, it, it, it's amazing. It's great. I don't think I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would agree with you on that. And so one of the things that I did find when we were using more toys or even starting out with a game, you can you guys can also look if you're looking for some games, you can also search um iTunes. Is it iTunes? What what, what do you use on Apple to find apps? The, the iTunes, the yeah, App the Store. I, the, okay, the App Store or for for Androids, you can go to Google Play. You know, I've downloaded some cool like foreplay games that allow you to um, 
put exactly what you can do to each other. And then you can actually, you know, you can put it at what level you want it to be and everything. Really cool. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I hadn't heard about this before. Yeah, I told you about it probably like three weeks ago. No. Yeah, you probably weren't listening. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently there was no emotional intimacy that day. Right. But there are apps out there. Check them out. See if they align with what you believe. Some of them, I will have to say, I did check out a couple. I don't know the names because I honestly, I downloaded them, looked at them. I'm like, this is just raunchy trash. And I delete it. So I don't know what they are. But use your own discernment. But you can use those. I mean, some of them were actually really cool because it was like, um, again, almost like those four play dice. Mm Mm-hmm. Which but, I like. Which you like, but this one would put a timer. <sighs> so, you know, because what, what I find sometimes, you know, with like a four play dice or something like that, it's like, you know, nibble, nibble, you know, ear. Well, your spouse nibbles your ears for like two seconds and they're like, I'm done. Where this app would go, okay, you set the timer, you know, is it 15 seconds, 30 seconds, you know? Oh, that's funny. Kiss penis. Okay. Well, again, I kissed your penis and and I'm done where this app is going to go. Well, no, it's for 30 seconds. Gotcha. You know, massage vagina. You know, again, it's not just this quick thing. It's how long. So I'd like those. Um, And I think it it would just be fun to allow those Mm -hmm. back in again for extending out. And here's, here's a big thing for many of you with kids. You're trying to find time. And so we get that. We get that wholeheartedly as our kids get older, that that time piece does decrease. And being able to get that that sexual intimacy in. And so you're finding time, but it's not extended periods of time. And, and we know that because we're right there with you mm-hmm. uh, as our kids get older. Yeah, you definitely have to get creative. And, you know, it's so funny. Um just thinking back to past experiences between Tony and I with sex toys and, you know, enjoying this podcast. And, you know, one of the things that I do want to say is that don't use toys every time you have sex. Yeah. I mean, don't let it be the only way that either one of you can become aroused. Um, because when you start relying on a inanimate object, um, it's changing the dynamic of your marriage. It's changing the dynamic of your sex life. And one of the other things that Tony brought up that I really want to make sure that we hit home on this is that, you know, whether you're looking at apps on your phone or you're, you know, shopping online or you're going into a store, guard your hearts. You know, and I'm speaking to both the men and women here. Do not go to sites that aren't marriage friendly. Don't get into the stuff that's got all of the, you know, blatant displays of nudity, um, you know, splashed all over the stuff that you guys know is pornographic. I'm just going to call it for what it is. I mean, there are some sites out there that are just bad, mm-hmm. bad because they're not respecting the women in those poses. They're not respecting women in general. Um, so don't go there. Shop together. Right. And and the thing is when you shop together or when you explore, you know, like, do you want to try this? You're opening up the conversation. You guys tell us time and time again, I want to be able to talk sex with my spouse. Well, here's kind of a, a subtle way to do it. 
you know, in that you're not saying, let's talk about this position. It's like, no, like, let's look at this website and see, let's see which one of these board games we might want to try. And so as you start reading through the descriptions and things like that, you might find yourself nudging one another or laughing over them. Or, you know, when you're deciding if you're going to use a game that night, okay, well, do you want to use the dice or do you want to use feathers? You know, which toy do you want to use? Because it allows you to, within the framework of your sex life, to be able to have these conversations. Right. And, know, and we did a post a while back on sexy board games. I'll put a link to that in the show notes because some of those were really, they're, they're really good. And it's not just about, you know, let's have sex, but it's that emotional time before it. Mm-hmm. You know, one's called embrace. One's called naughty bingo. There, there are fun things that you can play together. And again, like Elisa is saying, it allows you to talk openly and honestly about what's going on prior to just be sitting in the bedroom. Well, and you know, this isn't a one-time conversation. No. You know, I want to use sex toys. Yes or no. You know, please mark the box. I mean, that's what you guys did in fifth grade when you were like saying, do you like me to the person on the other side of the room? Yeah. The regular conversations about your sex life, about using sex toys in your marriage about whether or not certain sex toys are working. Mm-hmm. Because like Tony said, I mean, it's been, it's been probably at least six months since we've even pulled out the dice or the scratchers or, I mean, we've got like lottery style scratchers that we, the um, vibrator, we used to vibrator. use that often and haven't pulled that out. And, and don't be surprised. Okay. So here's a funny vibrator story. Um, we had one and the battery died. So I just got a replacement and, um, so I got a different size. I didn't realize I'd bought a different size. I was just, you know, the store and just pick something up probably cause I had one of the kids with me and I'm like shoving it into the cart, but we turn it on the first time and no joke. I thought like this thing was going to take off. It was like, it was very loud. Yes. <laughs> it was, was very funny. loud. And so all of a sudden we're in the moment and then you have this like, and we just burst out laughing. Yeah. Really kind of, you know, sort of a mood killer. You know? total, total mood killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Total mood killer. So if that happens, d- acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Don't like try and be like, oh, oh, and you know, and freeze up. Things are going to happen. And it's not always going to work out the way you thought it was going to. Right. And it's going to make for funny stories that, you know, you can sit back and laugh about and say, hey, remember that time the vibrator loud silliness we just started laughing it's kind of hard to you know just jump right back into sex when you're both kind of in that spasmodic laughing laughter but that's part of building that foundation together too being able to try things whether they work or they don't work and and here's here's something else with that guys because so many of you write to us that um you're frustrated with your sex life And, and part of it too is because you're not having sex You can't know what works or doesn't work in your sex life if you're not having sex. Right. That's where the intimacy lifestyle really comes into play because the more frequently you have sex on whatever schedule works for you. Some couples are doing the intimacy lifestyle and they have sex three times a week. Some are doing it and they have sex twice a week. Some do, I mean, we got an email from a guy who did the seven days of sex challenge for three weeks. Okay. I, like I told him in my response to him, I go, I think that was probably the longest seven days of sex challenge anybody's ever told us about. <laughs> you yep. know, 
It looks different for each of you, but I will tell you, just like that guy responded in the email when he said, yeah, it was, you know, three weeks. He goes, and our communication now is better than it's ever been. Do you know why? Because they were spending time together. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just the sex. It was the choice to be intimate. You know, to be naked in front of somebody. Sometimes playing around with each other is just being naked. Mm-hmm. I I will tell you, everything between your head and your toes is the best sex toy you can give your spouse. It doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to shop for it. You know, think about that. Think about the fact that you could give yourself to your spouse. You know, I mean, if you want to get a red bow and stick it somewhere, stick it on there and say, this is your sex toy for tonight. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun. And and, in, in saying that, we also want to bring up some guardrails that you should set up mm-hmm. as well. Because like anything good, sometimes we'll just take it to the to the extent and we'll lose the enjoyment of them. And again, sex toys are an enhancement to where you are sexually. Um, you know, always use them together. Absolutely. Truly, truly and honestly use them together. If, if you are a female and it's, um, a vibrator is what gets you off and you enjoy that, allow your husband to hold the vibrator, show him where it's best placed. Can I just say something to that? Yes. Okay. Ladies, I'm going to call you out here. If your husband does not know where to touch you to give you an orgasm, it is straight up time for you to teach him where that spot is. Mm-hmm. And if you have to do it by showing him where to move the vibrator, do so. He will feel so empowered on knowing where your spot is. <laughs> and I say that because it's different for each one of us. Allow him into that part of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll get uh, off my soapbox now. Okay, good. If pornography is part of your life right now, I am going to say, personally, I do not think you should be bringing sex toys into your marriage. Mm-hmm. There, there are issues that you need to face first and foremost, which is your pornography addiction, male and female. Mm-hmm. Typically, if you are bringing these in, you are fantasizing about things that you have seen or watched or are just dreaming up in your head. Not cool. Don't do it to your spouse. Um, don't use it every time. We've been there before, and honestly, there becomes a disconnect. There becomes a disconnect between us. Now, again, if you are shooting together, maybe you've never orgasmed together. Maybe you as a woman are haven't been able to experience that yet, and so you have found some ways that allow you to, then sure thing, use that, learn from that. And yet, don't allow it to become an every time experience because you're going to lose that physical touch, that mm-hmm. touch of your, your spouse's hands on your vagina or your penis or what have you, your breasts, whatever it may be. Shop, look for this stuff together, together. You're honoring each other by doing this. And in this way, you are not being deviated or diverted to areas 
that are not good for yourself or your marriage. Mm-hmm. And and I'm telling you, it, it is very easy to do that. And this is speaking from somebody who has overcome pornography many years ago. You know, I see those little rabbit trails and, and I just know where they're going. So I just don't go there. But it's very easy it, to, to just be clicking away and all of a sudden you're just in the heat of some full-on triple X site. So together, regular conversations about it. You know, what does this look like? Only go as far as the most conservative spouse. But you as the most conservative spouse, I'm going to challenge you too to really look at yourself and understand what is blocking you from experiencing something new, something different, Something that challenges you that could bring enjoyment to you and your spouse. What is it that is stopping you from doing that? Is it your mom and dad telling you it's bad? Because the two shall become one. They will leave the house of their mother and father. Remember that. Remember that. The two of you are together. So speak about it openly, honestly. You know, in a, in a fresh and an enlightening way that allows you to experience something that maybe you're, you're terrified about. Mm-hmm. You, you honestly are terrified about, but could honestly maybe break you free from some of those, those thought patterns, those tapes that you continue to play over and over in your head that your mom was telling you that sex is bad. And Oh my gosh, I just lost my thought. Um, had to do with... Oh my goodness, that hasn't happened in a long time. I totally lost it. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll come <laughs> to had, it again. Yeah, it had to do with... Um, hmm, had to okay. do with the idea of, you know, if you are struggling with fear... Oh, that's what it was. Totally got it back. Okay. If you are trying something new and you are afraid just because of all the voices, you know, all the tapes that you're playing in your head... Share that with your spouse and, and set up set up the boundaries there. Set up the idea that if you get to a point where it's too much, because you're stepping out of your comfort zone, it's too much, then you say, if I say stop, then it's stop. So I just, I wanted to put that in there because that's a way for those that are, you know, a little bit fearful of stepping out to really get into a safe place to be able to do so. And I just want to, I want to leave you guys with one thing on this, you know, in the coaching that Tony and I do with couples literally around the world, I I had a coaching call with, um, I've talked to people in Kenya and France over the last two weeks. Um, you know, these are universal situations that individuals and couples are facing and you can work through them with a coach. You can work through your challenges. You can create that extraordinary relationship that you desire. But it all starts with making that first step. So if you want to know more about the coaching that we offer, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coach and you'll see what we offer because this might be one of those areas that you need some help in. Yeah. So go on over there, oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coach. Learn about all the coaching options we do offer for you folks out there. And as we end today, it's about sex toys. Maybe you've used them. Maybe you've considered them. Maybe they're not even on the radar. 
but hopefully we've given you a little insight of what we've used, what you could possibly use, and how sex toys are more about that emotional intimacy than it is about the sexual intimacy sometimes. So go out there, try something new, embrace something, and we encourage you to have fun in your bedroom. You guys have a fantastic week. We love you.